0: Have you ever had one of those moments where you had a realization where like maybe you heard something for the second time, the 10th time, the 100th, 1,000th time, and like it finally clicks? That's exactly what I saw happening in real time today. Um, You know, I was doing it on the fitness call we do for Lingzo Fitness Academy. So for all of our clients, we have weekly training calls. And one of those training calls every single month is just fitness only. Like we're talking about the why's, how's, the X's, no's of fitness. We let people kind of come on ask questions, that sort of thing. And so I'm doing the call today and I can see people having this light bulb moment, you know? So some people look like they're having this big aha moment, this big light bulb moment. And then some people are looking like, man, there's this weight being lifted off their shoulders almost. Like this pressure was all of a sudden. God and I want to share with you today what we were talking about because I want you to feel that same way too. Uh, you know, because I mean I'm a I'm a firm believer that the beliefs that we hold are gonna shape the quality of our life. In fact, they're maybe the only thing that shaped the quality of our life. And there's a belief that really way too many people share. Uh it's almost like an ex- is it's like an expectation. It's, it's pressure and weight and expectations we put on ourselves that just straight up make us miserable. And I want to free you of that belief. That's what I want to do for you today. So to take it back to, you know, what we're talking about on this call today, the conversation was plain enough. You know, like we were talking about navigating sort of the summer season with your fitness. So a lot of people, when they come into our program, they they've never done a fitness program like this before. Something that's super intentional, where you know all the pieces play together and have intention, and uh, each week and each month uh, sort of stacks on the one before, and they get super excited about it. And then they'll get into a season like summer, where like, dude, there's travel, the kids are out of school, we're going to the lake house a couple you know a couple days every single week. Uh, I'm not going to have access to my normal gym, and they start to worry about it. You know what I mean? They're like, well. Uh, I can't do it perfectly or I won't have all the equipment I need to do the program, that sort of stuff. And they they need help um sort of figuring it out, like navigating that. And all good. You know, that's what we're here for. And in the context of that conversation, what what we were discussing or one of the things we discussed was maintenance, you know, because what I was saying was, hey dude, your workouts don't have to be perfect. They don't have to be dialed into the letter every single workout, every single week. You just have to do enough to maintain, basically. Or I said, you know, one of the options was to maintain um, and one of the options was to modify. Like, here's how you can do the workouts in such a way that you maintain your progress all summer. And here's if you wanted to continue to really push forward on progress, here's how you can modify the workouts on the road. Okay, I digress. But we, this subject of maintenance was what really caused this like sort of aha moment. It's what really caused a lot of people to take pressure off themselves. And Specifically, what we were talking about in the context was in the context of this conversation was how maintaining fitness um, is way easier than acquiring that fitness in the first place. Like getting in shape is way harder than staying in shape. And that's true of any skill. And that's true of like a level of business, right? If you reach a certain you know, client base and fitness, it's way easier to focus on maintaining that than it was to go from zero to hundred clients in the first place, right? It's easier to maintain hundred clients than it is to go from zero to hundred clients. It's easier to maintain the ability to run 10 miles easily than it is to build up to running 10 miles in the first place. It's the same with the skill too. Like all these things are perishable. Like if I don't take care of my clients, my business will dwindle. If I don't run at all, my, my ability to run 10 miles will dwindle right? If I don't drive my car, my skills won't be as sharp. But if I just maintain a little bit, um, you know, I, I have to do a very minimal amount, I can maintain those things. And that's super cool. And so what this means for fitness is that, you know, when you do navigate these seasons, you don't have to work out five days a week to maintain the physique that you're in. Like, realistically, you can get you away know, with lifting for about 30 minutes, twice a week and maintain all the muscle mass you've built while you were doing muscle building programs that were four and five days a week, right? You can run one day a week and maintain the same aerobic base that you were running three and four days a week before to maintain. You might be a little bit slower. It might feel a little bit harder, but all in all, you'll maintain. And that's super cool, right? That's super cool. But that's just the context of that conversation. This actually has a way bigger meaning if you take it and extrapolate it out uh you know to all areas of your life because we all have this sort of ingrained belief about laziness and about hard work like nobody wants to feel lazy you know and everybody wants to default to being like hey man uh I should be working hard hard work is is good for the soul it the, is the you know elixir for all things that ail me but when you have that belief It shows up in your life in a lot of different ways. One of those ways is is feeling that you're never doing enough. So if I, even though I know in my head, I only have to do, I don't know, five sets of bench press a week to maintain my chest muscles. Like I'll feel, if I have this this uh, ingrained belief, I'll always feel like, oh, I've got to lift at least three times a week. You know what I mean? Even if that's not true. It it shows up, I never feel like I've done enough. In business, I feel like I've never worked hard enough. I've never made enough calls. I've never done enough things. And that feeling is exhausting, right? It's like, if you have these beliefs about laziness, that you need to be working hard all the time, you feel like you have to be full throttle in every area of your life all the time. And if you were to ever put something on on cruise control, you're going to feel guilty about it. If you're like, oh, I'm just going on. I'm just going to relax and work a little bit and go, uh, you know, take a nice vacation. You have these feelings of guilt. And what that does when you have that guilt, when you have that feeling of I've never done enough, when you feel like everything's got to be full throttle all the time, what that does for your life is it ultimately keeps you from ever being fully present and it keeps from ever being satisfied with your life. So we want to break free of this belief. You know, we want to use a little bit of a, you know rationale and logic here to to sort of strip, pull these beliefs up, right? Pull them to our conscious mind and strip them out. Like that's what we want to do. So let's break this down. First of all, there's maintenance and there's progression. Okay. So maintenance is the minimum amount you need to do to hold your ground, to just simply not go backwards. So if I were to be able to, and this is what we're talking about on the call from a fitness standpoint, it's like, if I wanted to maintain the amount of muscle that I had built in my you know, chest, shoulders, and triceps, I would want to do five sets of bench press a week. Okay? And that holds true for every muscle group. Chest, back, legs, arms, right? Um, you do dude, honestly, if you do about five, depends on the muscle group, but roughly five to seven cents a week per muscle group, you can maintain all the muscle you've built. That's maintenance. Super easy to maintain, right? However, building that muscle in the first place is extremely difficult, or I should say takes a lot of effort. And that takes That takes you being in progress mode. So progress is like the minimum amount of time, energy, and focus required to move forward. So if I wanted to go from not just not just maintaining my physique, but progressing on it, I would want to be doing anywhere from ten to fifteen, upwards of twenty sets per muscle group per week. Way more than just the five required for maintenance. Now that requires a bunch of time. That requires a bunch of physical energy. It requires a bunch of focus. So put plainly, maintenance is the minimum to just not go backwards. But progress, on the other hand, takes a lot of resources. And realistically, if you want to make big progress in any area, you're going to have to align your life very specifically to be able to achieve whatever you want to achieve. You're going to have to align your life and align your schedule to be able to put in the work in the first place. So there's a massive difference between maintenance and progress. Now, if we we factor that in, we can start to think like, okay, it's probably not realistic to make big pushes for progress in multiple areas at once. And so this sometimes this looks like within the same realm. So within the fitness realm, it doesn't make a ton of sense. It doesn't make a ton of sense to try and put on 20 pounds of muscle while I train for a marathon, right? Those are competing goals. Those are two big pushes. Realistically, if you want to do both of those things in the same year, well, I mean, 20 pounds of muscle is a lot. You need steroids. But I mean, even if you did, like if you want to take some tread and all that stuff, dude, you could go maybe six months of just hard in the gym, lifting five and six days a week, a, a maximum amount of sets and doing that We'll just putting your cardio on focus or on a uh, maintenance focus, right? One to two sessions a week. And then once you have all your muscle, now you want to go training for a marathon. Well, now you only have to lift like two days a week to maintain that muscle, which is dope. So you can spend the rest of that time to run, Right. So sometimes it doesn't make sense to do these big pushes at the same time within the same row. If you look at it from a business perspective, it doesn't always make sense to try and grow your revenue while you're growing your team, right? Like you probably want to do those opposite of each other. You don't want to be bringing in a bunch of new customers while you're still having a bunch of new employees. You'd rather have the employees dialed in, on ramps, and trained and ready to go before you start smashing all those new uh, customers. Now, obviously life isn't perfect but it's, it's what I'm pointing out here is there's seasons of different focus. And sometimes we have competing focuses from like different realms in our life. So it doesn't make sense to do a big push on fitness while I have a CPA in tax season. And oh, by the way, I'm moving across the country too. <laughs> Those are three major focuses that you know are really gonna be hard to do together. Or if you do them together, you're gonna be spent in every other area of your life. If I'm getting my PhD and we got a new baby coming into our family. Probably not the best time to start a business, right? So you want to be able to look at what am I focusing on, and and limit you know the other things. <laughs> what are the big things I want to focus on, and what else do I need to just kind of put to maintenance mode? Because if you have too many focuses, either none of them get done well, which sucks. That's the worst feeling because now you've done a bunch of work, you've spent a bunch of energy, but you didn't even really get any the progress you wanted in all those key areas. Like that sucks. Uh, or worst case scenario, or sometimes it's both. Something major falls below maintenance, and you lose ground on it. This is people who who you know marriages and relationships fall apart because they're so their their resources of time, energy, or and focus are spent everywhere but at home, right? Or they build a business and their fitness falls apart, right? So it's like if you have too many areas of focus, either nothing gets done well, or something falls through the cracks, or worst case scenario, both. It's not unheard of. And so, this is why we need to rethink our relationship to laziness and hard work because the ba- the bare minimum gets a bad rap a lot of times. The bare bad, like, if I were to tell you, like, oh, what are you up to today- these days? Like, nobody brags about doing the bare minimum. I'm not like, oh, dude, I'm getting after it my fitness lift in 30 minutes twice a week. People don't brag about that shit. You know what I mean? They don't brag about that. And they're worried, oh, it works on cruise control. They're like, oh, man, I'm busy at work, you know? So why does does laziness get a bad rap? I want you to consider something. Maintenance is the bare minimum, right? And then on the opposite side of the spectrum, we've got the level of effort required to make progress. So there's a minimum amount of effort you want to put in just to maintain everything you've gained. And way further up, there's a bigger amount of effort that's required to make progress. But then in between is no man's land doing any of anything in between those two can be thought of as wasted effort. Like if I'm going above maintenance levels, yeah, it's still not enough to really make the progress I want. Why the hell am I even doing it? You know what I mean? It's, it's time to intentionally be smart about being lazy in that instance and and dial, like take all the effort above maintenance level and just get rid of it because it's not doing enough to give you progress. And it's eating up resources. It's eating up up time. It's eating up energy. And so the way I look at it is I'm like, man. I pick my area of focus. It's like, what do I want to make progress on over the course of the next 90 days, maybe the next year or so? And I align my schedule and I align my life to be able to put that work in, you know? And then for the areas where I'm not focused on progress, I allow myself to do the bare minimum. Those things go to bare minimum mode. And I just maintain while I focus on everything else. And is that lazy? I don't know. Maybe. Seems pretty smart to me though. So even though I don't brag about doing the bare uh, bare minimum for my fitness, the bare minimum for this or that or the other thing, I know it fits in my big picture plan because I know what I'm focused on in my life. So a lot of times when we run into this issue, we're like, oh, I'm feeling lazy. I'm feeling like I'm not doing enough. Um, I'm feeling like I should be working harder. You're worried about looking lazy because likely you don't have a true intention laid out. You don't know what you're focusing on, so you think you should be focusing on everything. But if you get really clear on what's important to you, on where you want to focus, and more importantly, you give yourself permission to go after it, you allow yourself to want that thing, and you allow yourself to go after it, it allows you, you, this alignment allows you to be lazy about the things that, that are not that focused. It allows you to put everything else on maintenance mode and not feel bad about it and not have anxiety about it. And that, my friend, is where you're like really, truly winning. And when you get to this place where you know what you're focused on and you've let go of trying to be full speed ahead on all the things that are not your main focus right now, this what this does is it allows you to actually make progress in the given areas that you've chosen to focus on. It quiets the chatter in your head. So all that negative self-talk about you being lazy, you should be doing more, that all quiets down and you reclaim that mental and that physical energy that was previously being spent on that internal tug of war. And then ultimately, over time, you make more progress than if you had not taken this approach because you're going to have more focus and more intention on every single, you know, resource that goes out. Every single ounce of time, effort, energy, money that goes out the door, when you have a focus for it and you have an intention behind it, you get more of life, period. So that is that's me rethinking laziness. I'm curious what your thoughts are on this. If you're on that call, if you're on the fitness call in, L- in uh, LFA, let me know. I want to hear how that call ended with you and how this podcast lined up with it. Um, if you were not inside of Lingzo Fitness Academy, A, you should be. Um, now I'm, I'm not gonna you should be. You should make the choice that's right for you, but it's probably the right choice for you if you want to get in shape and make it feel easy and sustainable. But if you're not, just hit me up. I want to hear on Instagram. Hit me up, paul.lingzo. Share your takeaways here. Share your thoughts. Did this make sense to you? Or are you like no, Paul? You're a lazy, motherfucker. You could do that too. Just send me a message. Be like, dude, you're lazy. All good. I like to hear different. Um, I like to hear different perspectives. I like to hear who's listening and what they're taking away from it because everything I put out on here, it's all just sort of like a thought incubator. I'm, so, I'm sort of I'm I'm sharing lessons learned in where my stance is right now. And um, here's here's a free nugget that has nothing to do with this one, but one of the biggest um, we were talking about this on another call the other day is that. I always allow myself to change my mind. And I think that, um, you know, one of the biggest um, ways that we can stay mentally flexible is allow ourselves to change our mind. And how this ties back into focus is sometimes we focus and we get on something and we're pushing hard for it. And we continue to push hard even after we've decided we don't want it anymore. And we don't allow ourselves to change gears. So this is just a total aside, but like when you have those focus areas and you're constantly revisiting, what am I focusing on? Because I'm looking at what do I want to accomplish? Dude, it's all good to look at someone and be like, hey, I don't want this anymore. I'm going to shift my focus. Um, That's not called being a quitter. That's called being smart. Um, Anyway, I'm going to drop from there. Um, I'll catch you guys next week. And if there's anything I can share with you today, it's give yourself permission to do the bare minimum, get to maintenance level, on things that you're not pushing on right now it's gonna free up resources for you to do the things that matter